0: lockdown
1: our daily podcast to keep you sane during the chaos
0: 21 days 21 professionals plus 14 35 days 35 professionals
1: to keep you sane during the lockdown extended
0: edition hello and welcome to day 34 of lockdown and day 34 of our podcast One more day to go until stage four and the lockdown is slowly lifted and one more day of our podcast. My name is Kirsten Farquharson and with me I have the incredible Danielle Dutoy. Today we have a
1: really amazing guest. His name is Alan Juan. He completed his BSc and MSc in Computer Science at the University of Cape Town. He currently works at a financial institution and spends his free time building and growing his ventures. Alan has always had a passion for food and business. He has combined these to bring his favorite Asian cuisines and snacks online to all South Africans by launching Amart. He is going to be speaking to us today about what it is like owning a small business during the COVID-19 pandemic. Alan, it is such a privilege to have you with us on the show today. Great.
2: Thanks. It's a privilege and to have this opportunity to share our experiences. Um, yeah, I've never actually been interviewed on a podcast before, so this is quite interesting.
0: Well, thanks for choosing us to be your first podcast. We are really, really stoked to have you. Can you tell us, Alan, what has it been like owning a small business during COVID-19 lockdown?
2: So I think, you know, this has been a very difficult time for most businesses. And um, unless you were in the sectors of being able to operate during the lockdown, it has been very tough, especially for small business um, because if you're a small business and you have salaries to pay but you don't have income coming in it has been quite challenging i think um, what's been nice is the government has been trying hard to assist where they can by providing grants and um, really low interest loans from the banks to support businesses that are struggling so ones that i immediately think of that would be under risk would be you know restaurants or businesses that require constant cash flow from customers coming in from my side you know um, one of the ventures that I'm going to be talking about we we've been pretty lucky because we actually classified as an online grocery store so we were um, able to operate during the lockdown period so in a sense we've been quite blessed but I think you know just thinking about business in general South Africa it's going to be You know, hard going forward and I think we're going to have to work really hard together as a small business community and as consumers to try and support local and help people um, get back on their feet to provide jobs and opportunities for those that need.
1: Alan, that was really well said. I think there does need to be an emphasis of people working together, communities coming together, businesses coming together to create jobs for people in need and other aspects like that. What are some of the ways that you have pivoted your business to adapt during the COVID-19 lockdown?
2: So I think, you know, for us, we're quite lucky our our distribution and our operations generally work from home or close to home. So we haven't been affected too much. And we have a great team that um, that was able to work in this circumstance. I think the other thing I actually wanted to mention in terms of support, local business supporting each other Along with this question that you just asked was that in the beginning there was a lot of uncertainty um, just as we were going to lockdown because it was a very sudden decision made by um, the government and I think you know it was a necessary decision and I'm, I'm very pleased as the with the outcome of what we decided to go with in terms of um, social distancing and preventing the spread further but I think At the same time, you know, because it was so sudden, it was like emergency protocol was called in um, and a lot of the things didn't exist. So like a system to help businesses get a certificate and all these things to be able to operate. That wouldn't have been possible if I hadn't gotten support from my suppliers. So I actually had chatted with uh, my courier service to ask them if they're going to be operational. And they referred me to um, some information on how to become um legitimately operational during this time as a registered business and i think you know in that regard like small businesses do not have the resources to um keep up with you know new regulations coming in and the ever-changing dynamic landscape of the regulations especially in these times so in terms of adapting it's been great that the small business community has come together you know online um on twitter people have been helping each other i think in that regard you know it's helped us keep on keep keep up to date with new information coming out from the CIPC and from the department of trade and industry. Uh, we've learned a lot just through this process. And I think through that, it's been, it's been a good op- learning opportunity. And I think in terms of um, adapting in general, I think, you know, this type of time gives businesses a lot of opportunities. Especially ones that cannot operate in a traditional sense, it gives them a lot of opportunities to reflect and become innovative and creative on what things to do. So like, for example, this podcast is a good example of that. You know, um, you want to provide content that is very meaningful and useful, but how do you do that in a safe and secure way? So I think, you know, it is a good time um, to use this opportunity to come up with innovation and maybe reflect on some things that you can improve in your business going forward when lockdown relaxes
0: i'm sure that all small businesses have really learned a lot you know not having the resources but coming together they've been able to to learn a lot from each other what are some of the the coping mechanisms that you and you've seen other businesses use during this time to manage your work life productivity and also stress
2: so personally so like i also um I work full-time for a financial service company, Ellen Gray. So uh, the ventures that I do are mostly on the side. Um, in terms of balancing work life and uh, managing stress of being at home all day, I personally do not like working at home. Um, I enjoy being around people. I enjoy um, interacting with people. And I always felt working at home makes you under more pressure to work more because you're constantly connected the only way someone can connect with you is via an electronic medium, which means you have to be in front of the computer. So I think from that regard, it's been very stressful for a lot of people. Ironically for me, um, <laughs> this has actually changed my behavior quite a lot and I've actually quite enjoyed staying at home now. I, I'm generally quite a person that has like, very big wanderlust. So I like being outside all the time. Like I would spend maybe 20% of time at home besides sleeping. <laughs> so now like, you know, I found uh, it's become a more comfortable space. Um, I've made it so that I can enjoy being at home, enjoy my work. But what I found is, you know, like one thing that really helped me and the choice of me working Ellen Graham versus another, cause I'm in software and another um, IT company where people are, generally quite relaxed in terms of dress and stuff. I felt like the dress code for me actually helped a lot. So I dress up every day still with regards to starting work. For me, um, it helps me create boundaries as to when I'm online in terms of my mental state working and when I'm offline. So if I roll out of bed with my pajamas and just log on and start working, it doesn't feel like I'm ready. Like it doesn't like, it's like really blurred as to when I started working. And then also the, the same can be said at the end of the day, you know, when you change out of your work clothes, like you put away work. So I think, you know, that hasn't actually worked that well for me because I end up wearing my work clothes until I go to sleep <laughs> or until I take my shower at night. But I think the, the first part has really worked, you know, trying to get me into the mode of, okay, I've taken a shower, I've had my coffee. Um, I've changed my work clothes. It's time to work. So I think that has helped me mentally separate the two. The biggest biggest challenge, I think, for a lot of people that aren't used to working for home would be this, you know, separating their work and their their home. I think a few other tips that I've got from my friends uh, was that, you know, like, if they have an extra space in their apartment or their house, move the working space into that empty space and then rather separate the leisure time away from from the work area. Because that really helps because that mental separation, we take it for granted, you know, like we go to work in the mornings, we come home. It's easy for us to switch off when we get home when that's the case. But in this case, you, you don't know if you're off or on. <laughs> so I think that has been a very good um, coping mechanism. I've been quite fortunate because my sister's here, my girlfriend's here as well. So I haven't, been felt, I haven't felt lonely or isolated. My heart goes out to those that, you know, like in this lockdown alone. I mean, already it's quite difficult being isolated from your friends and family that you normally see. But if you're completely alone, I mean, you know, it can be quite challenging. So I think I implore those people to keep in touch with their friends, um, constantly, you know, suggest to have coffee dates over Zoom. Um, Yeah, I think, you know, it also tests friendships as well. eh? Because at the end of the day, friendships are two-way streets and relationships are two ways. And I think, you know, it is a responsibility on either side to make sure that you know, you keep in touch.
1: Thanks, Alan. I think those are really useful coping mechanisms. You know, you've spoken about establishing boundaries in your home to distinguish workspaces and leisure spaces, as well as even just changing your clothes, which I think is a really helpful way of separating work life versus rest and leisure. And also, you spoke about, you know, really increasing bids for connection between people to to enhance their sense of connection during this time and to eliminate feelings of loneliness when
2: Mm.
1: when it when it has been quite tough for people Alan, what would your take-home piece of advice be for listeners during lockdown
2: you know i think um we haven't been through in in my lifetime and in many people's lifetime we've never been through something as drastic as this i mean this is quite a unique um situation i think you know in even in world war we could see when the well i i i't didn't experience it, but I could just imagine you can see when the enemy or the terror is approaching you. I think you know for this time, given that this is quite a proven to be quite an effective method at curbing the spread, I think the advice that I can give to people that you know aren't as busy as they usually are um now that they're at home away from work or they don't have as much work or as much commuting that they usually have to do. I would take this time to you know pick up a hobby like there's tons of things online that you can do without leaving the house. I think generally those things don't seem enticing when you're forced to stay at home, <laughs> but I think you know this is a new reality that we need to adapt to it's not gonna it's not gonna go away um on the first of May. it's not gonna get completely lifted in a week or two time, so I think you know take this time as an opportunity as an investment in yourself, you know I think. A lot of things that I've worked on, like all the businesses that I've started and things that I've tried out have been in my free time and while I'm at home. So I think one advice would be to set up your home space, to have a space for you to be able to have time for yourself, you know, have time for yourself to try and grow yourself and also think of opportunities on how you can learn and use this to your advantage in a way.
0: Thank you, Alan. You know, we've we've had... So many people speak to us about such helpful advice and things, but what's been so lovely in listening to you is just hearing how you've put it into practice. You know, you've, you've had given us such an honest reflection of what has helped and what hasn't helped. I mean, in terms of what you just said about picking up a hobby. And I love the fact that you dress for work every single day. I wish I could say that I did the same thing, but I am a notorious pajamas on the bottom kind of work. So, or, and sometimes pajamas on the top, guilty as charged. So I, (laughs) I really, really admire that you've gotten dressed for work. And for for the listeners, if only you could see Alan right now, he is wearing a dress shirt. Um, I wish you could see him, but he is wearing a dress shirt and he's standing up right now. And he's actually wearing dress shoes. Alan Huang is wearing dress shoes and he is wearing formal pants to a Zoom meeting. It's a first. It's not just a Zoom suit. It is a proper full pledged suit I am incredibly but do I
2: need impressed. to do I need to do a 360s twirl just in case the back isn't real <laughs> <laughs>
0: just in case it's velcro it on the back <laughs> I mean but also not just have you acknowledged some of the the coping mechanisms some of the difficult things but also how you've acknowledged some of the positives of this time you know acknowledging how you've learned to love your home and learn to love your home space and how you've challenged yourself with different aspects of life you're such a outdoorsy person but you've had to really learn to love being at home and acknowledging your your home space and your relationships at home so it's been so lovely to hear you reflect on those things thank you so much for just being honest and just so sincere with us about your experience of lockdown. And I think it's going to be helpful for people going forward, because like you say, this ain't going anywhere. We are going to be experiencing level four lockdown, but it's still going to be some version of a lockdown anyway.
2: Cool. Thanks for having me guys. Um, Yeah, it was a cool opportunity. And
0: Thank you so much, Alan.
1: I think, you know, I think you have spoken so much about a period that's, like you've said, has had so much uncertainty and yet you've described the ways that you've pivoted, the ways that you've used creativity, the ways that you've established boundaries in your home life, but also in the ways in which you separate different areas of your home life in terms of your dress, as Chris has has told us, but also just in terms of encouraging people to reach out when they feel lonely and how important connection is in a time where there is so much disconnection. Thank you so much for your time. We so value your your words today. And for those of you that want to go and have a look at Alan's business, you can go have a look at www.a-mart.co.za. So that's www.amart.co.za. And you can go have a look at some of the many um, goods that he has on sale. And we know that during this time, it's really important to support local. So thank you so much, Alan, for being on the show with us today.
2: Well, thank you very much.
0: Cheers, guys. So that's it for us. We will see you next time on How to Mental Health Lockdown Edition. Stay sane, everybody. We'll check in later. See you soon.